0: Radio Reverb. I probed into its mysteries every clue, told me a different story. Radio Reverb. Hello and welcome to In-House, the podcast reimagined and reformatted for Radio Reverb. My name's Will Hood and this show is essentially a collection of interviews and music with artists on the In-House Records label. These conversations were all recorded remotely over the phone at the height of pandemic lockdown, so sometime between March 2020 and the summer of 2021. And as you're about to hear, In-House Records is the world's first prison-run record label, which means that all of the artists you'll be hearing from have spent some time in prison and would have typically have gotten involved with the record label whilst serving time. You can find this podcast out in the wild, as it were, on all the usual streaming platforms. But over the next hour, you will be listening to an amalgamation of three podcast episodes, all of which are with artists talking about the role creativity played in helping them survive prison and transform their lives. If you want to find out more about In-House Records, then you should go to inhouserecords.org. But for now, the label wants all listeners to know that they recognise the severity of criminal acts and their far-reaching societal implications. Our aim is not to excuse, but to better understand the environments and challenges faced by those who find themselves in Her Majesty's prisons through conversation and engaging dialogue. In-House Records is a community interest company working collaboratively with HMPPS to bring about the space for positive change to take place. So, this month's episode includes interviews with George, A.K. Juki G, released from prison two years ago after serving an 18-year sentence. He speaks openly about serving a sentence of that magnitude, the realities of adjusting to life on the outside, and the importance and potential of music to heal us. Michael Mao, a music producer who, at the time of recording, had left prison four weeks earlier after serving five years, I talked to him about using prison to study, music making as a way to manipulate time and creativity as a means to reinventing yourself. We also talked to Jono, a 24-year-old artist who served a sentence of 18 months. We discussed the creative process and this idea that you're telling a story that you already know, the importance of not being distracted from your goals and how the experience of prison taught impatience. So I hope you enjoy hearing what these guys have to say And I will check in with you again on the other side of these three interviews Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement Hi George, at last we speak My name's Will Hood and today we are talking to Jukie G An In-House graduate who was released from prison two years ago After spending 18 years inside we hadn't met before, but he was very open about the experience of serving a sentence of that magnitude, the difficulties of adjusting to life on the outside, and the importance and potential of music to heal us. I hope you find this interview as insightful and engaging as I did. Well, hi there listeners. Um, I'm George Coleman, uh, aka Jukiji. G. I hope um, what I've had to say is been
1: thought-provoking and exhilarating, whichever way you want to put it.
0: Yeah, that's me. So I I know a little bit about you because JJ has said there's this guy Juki G you got to talk to him he's amazing. So right. <laughs> he um he's told me a little bit about you but why don't we start off by um by you telling me how you met the in-house lot what you know what was going on with you at that point?
1: Yeah, um well during my transition of um, uh, the end of my um, incarceration, I did. Um, I was involved with in-house in-house records. Um,
0: so, what prison was this, George?
1: This was a uh, um, Stanford Hill. Stanford Hill. Okay. Yeah, it was a fairly long sentence, um, and
0: I done five and a half years over my. Recommended. It's, it's called a minimum term. Okay.
1: It's a 99 year sentence, really.
0: So, do you go up in front of a a, a board of people, and they, they decide whether they they see it fit that you're ready to ready to be let uh, out? Right.
1: Obviously, at certain stages, they thought so I wasn't ready. So, hint: five and a half
0: years over. I'm wondering what what difference having that creative environment meant to the psychology of, of making sense of that and, and letting off a bit of steam, expressing yourself? I mean, I mean, what difference did it make to your day, but also your mind? Well,
1: um, to be honest, that's a really good um, really good point because um, from the very beginning, the, the only thing I could turn to was my music. So from, from the very early stages of my relationship, I, I tried to get a playstation and I started making music... On a, on a PS1, on a PlayStation, <laughs> um, which was fairly new at the time, because it was um, 2001, and that sort of, like, kept me, kept me sort of going, just the fact that no matter what else was going on in, in my surroundings, uh, I could always sort of fall back on making music, no matter how hard it was, you know, it's, very hard to make music kind on of a PlayStation game when you use, when you've got knowledge of using better. If that's the only resources you've got, you sort of get the most out of
0: it. So you obviously yeah. had some skills in the music production side before you went into prison, did you?
1: Like um, I used to DJ, MC. And um, and work with quite a few um, well-known
0: um, other DJs and artists. Yeah, that was my background before. That's hence the name Dookie G. That was my MC name. Okay. So pre pre 2001, you were Dookie G out performing in front of people.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I used to work with um, Carl Cox and Jeremy Healy and Brian bars and so forth, yeah. I was uh, in the mix, usually, from a... He says that phrase
0: a um, All right, you were in the mix, yeah. So, yeah. going right back to the beginning then, for you, do you remember a time in your life when music uh, appeared to you as something that you had to be involved in? You, was there a a particular song or a musician or a band or anything like that that made a, a big moment impact for you? Um, yeah, I suppose, um, my
1: heart was in, heart's in, in reggae because that's what, from the age of four, as far as I can remember, my mum and my dad playing, playing the music and the Jim Reeves and the reg the Sunday morning music, <laughs> they had a, um, a, a blow up on, record program, um which i was fascinated with so if you had one of them you had you had practically the best <laughs> and um i pulled it apart at the age of 12 and um made my first sound system out
0: of it did you really okay what did your parents think of that
1: they upgraded but um uh, i begged them not to um to demolish it i pleaded and pleaded with him and he says "No, oh, you can have it son and they put it in the backyard
0: garden in one of the sheds, and um, that was the amplifier. Okay. And... <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. That's quite impressive for a kid that age to be. Uh, you've obviously got quite a technical brain, right?
1: Yeah, actually, I suppose um, I used to follow sort of more dub sounds, you know. Um, Instead of vocals and versions with heavy dub, you know, with the use of echo chambers and things like that. Yeah. It was all new then. And um, so it was was just sort of like branching out, getting to the more technical side. It was experimental, but exciting at the same time.
0: So, am I right in thinking you, you you lean more onto the side of being a producer? Uh, of music, as opposed to a creator, or, or correct me if I'm wrong there.
1: Um, to be honest, um, because of the lack of resources that I had, the production side of it was I was going back and I uh, sort, of, I found a way of um, recording all my um, tracks that i made from the early ages and early days of my incarceration. So I've got a library of about four or five hundred tracks that I've made as the production side of it only came in when I was listening back to them and I was thinking I could do sort of like a a timeline of my
0: sentence which is a project that I'm still working on so so Um, are you saying you've got um, as many as 400 tracks that you made during your sentence inside
1: yeah I'm not saying 400 tracks some of them some of them might be a minute and a
0: half long Okay, so little ideas little sketches of what could be a tune
1: that's right yes I've got lost in, lost in it and just kept going and going and going well you got all that time in yourself locked up I it, suppose you just make the most of it and yeah it, I don't know how I would have survived without music <laughs> yeah you know if I knew that I could catch on to the technical side as, as I did was inside um, I think I would have diverted it, um a big percentage of my own time to, to doing that yeah, it's
0: just a shame that it's just a shame that I'm a bit long in the tooth now to start where I'd like to
1: start. <laughs> so, at how old are you, George? I was sixty last month.
0: Sixty last month. Okay, okay. Happy birthday.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was sixty in August. I was um, yeah, I got I got arrested on my birthday, on my forty first birthday. <laughs> so yeah, big big gap out of my life there.
0: Okay, so that's that's your 40s and your 50s, pretty much taken up in prison. Yeah. So yeah. if you um, if you could talk to the George or the Dukey G, even uh, in his mid 30s, uh, and you could give him one piece of advice, um, what would it be? Um.
1: Yeah, I suppose it'd be. A- advice that um, general advice anybody else will give is just to um, value your life and just keep the right company and don't don't be easily influenced by yeah, negative and things that are going to let you end up, end up in prison.
0: What do you think of of someone that would say, um, if you're in prison, you shouldn't be having music workshops. You shouldn't be involved in that type of thing. Uh, you know that that's too much of a of a playtime. Um, you know that that's not why you've gone to prison for. But what what would be your response to
1: that? If you believe that people should just go to prison for punishment, and what what you consider is rehabilitation. You've got it wrong because um, I have seen I have seen music prevent people from committing suicide. I've seen I've seen uh, I think in the whole in the whole stretch I've experienced forty uh, attempts of suicide towards, and and. I can imagine through the whole system and, and some of those people some of those people that have sort of, like taken their lives and they've got hidden talent I mean I think it would be a great help for people's rehabilitation if they had the opportunity to um, express themselves in music because obviously they never ha- had the time or the time to do it whilst they were out they must have, they wouldn't be wouldn't there but I think once they are there that is a great healer mm. music it is a great idea and I think if if the prison system acknowledge that I think it'd make it a lot easier for them right you know, that's think, interesting I think it'd make it a lot easier for the system and I think the general public just, just don't want to think that people in jail are listening to music and it seems to just be enjoying themselves
0: yeah so, I mean, that's quite a claim that you're making there, you know, which which I'm not doubting for one minute. But this idea that um, being involved in something like in-house or or being involved in a creative musical pursuit, that could be the difference between life and death, right? That That is quite a claim. What do you think it is about that experience that, is so nourishing for the spirit. I mean, you used the word healing there, but but what what is it? Do you think that it that it gives you?
1: Um, when there's a a lockdown or something that happens in Clarendel, where you miss out on going to a music lesson or a, a vocal recording or something else. It's like, it's just like getting another prison sentence. <laughs> so it's like, puts time in a different element. It's just, yeah, that's how devastating it was for me when something like that happened. People do stereotype the fact that, oh, if they are involved in music, it's gonna be um, just some form of rap that's gonna express the violence on the streets and so forth, but to my surprise, I've, I've known people to start listening to Nina Simone and, um, you know, sensitive stuff. And uh, I suppose where that came to light with me was when, when my mother died. I think she would say, she would say, listen to that song, and I never listened to it. And it was only when she died that I listened to it properly. And it was that track "Let me Be misunderstood. Right. And I see, I see it with that reflection with so many people in jail that lost someone there to them or whatever the Other side comes out, and um, I don't
0: think that would have ever happened if they were, were in that situation. Right, yeah, I mean, it's a heavy
1: yeah. tune, that isn't it, for sure. Yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when you see people actually going to those levels, uh, I think they actually we do find it like healing, I suppose. I can get back to that word really again,
0: healing. So, this idea that people that are in prison. Um, are in need of healing I, I suppose that is uh, it shouldn't be but that's probably quite a contentious statement um, so I mean I, I wonder for someone that's spent 18 years in prison uh, or thereabouts do you, do you feel like you've been rehabilitated or do you feel like you've been punished or, or perhaps it's both
1: um yeah, without going kind out of into the details of my sentence, I would say a bit of both. I, I, I can't say one outweighs the other. Um, um, the rehabilitation side, that confuses me sometimes because um, I don't understand what level of rehabilitation is needed for an individual. Everyone's different. Everyone's... Grown up in different ways, you can't just say rehabilitation fits all.
0: Right, there's no one size fits all of what a, yeah. what a healthy human being should look like.
1: That's right. No, I mean some of the um, mental issues that I've had to deal with since I've since I've been released. Um, another thing that it would um, would affect me in certain ways, but um yeah, it's. it's you can't measure it or you can't until you've experienced it and um, it's hard on to explain but um, rehabilitation and punishment there's a crossover that nobody can really fathom out for any individual if you everybody has to be um, as I say judge judged on their merits of the past experience and um, people are not going to know that if no one's going listen to it
0: So yeah. f- for you George the so you've been out for a couple of years, is that right, or, or thereabouts? Yeah. Yeah. Just,
1: um, two years next in January, I think.
0: So, yeah. what you found difficult was it? Was it acclimatizing to being on the outside, or, or was it still kind of coming to terms with the fact that you had spent eighteen years in inside?
1: Um, I think it's me just trying to catch up I'm trying to achieve the impossible. For that space of time that I've been away, so um, I've got I've got grandchildren now. <laughs> um, I've got grandchildren that i, I, I never met, or that um, uh, I don't know. I, my first grandson is going to be twenty on Christmas Day. He was born a Millennium, and um, arranging for him to come and stay with me with the COVID crisis has been such a it's been a nightmare. It's been like um, yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's, I think that hasn't made things any easier. Right? But, um, yeah, it has brought in a lot of um, hard times. That's not any one person's fault. It's just, it's just that it is making the um, the period even harder. Yeah.
0: It is quite crazy out there at the moment, isn't it? I mean, it, that general feeling of um, of people not being able to plan for the future, I think that that is quite subtly difficult for a lot of people.
1: To be honest, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a prison sentence outside as well, because um, all the things that you say you're going to do, when you do get out, and all the amendments you're going to try and make, and this and that, you've got a pandemic that is beyond your control, but you can't even do, you can't even do that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm where I am at the moment. But I have no family, so it's like it's just twice as hard to, to see my family. If you know what I mean? So, and I'm sure there's a lot of that's the same for a lot of other people as well. But it doesn't make it easier knowing that you waited all these years to be able to do it, and you can't. You know? Yeah. For but I
0: sure. say, Going forward for you um, in in work life but also in your, your musical life and in your involvement with in-house what are your aspirations for the future um, I, to be
1: honest I do want to get that creative but I'm struggling with the software you know and like yourself like uh, in-house records I know that there's always someone I can go back and talk to you know it's just it's just great that I've, I've, something that
0: I started started in, in, like in jail that I'm getting help with now that I'm out it's, um, yeah, it's, 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 good. it's, it's a great help guess- without that I think it's made things a lot worse <laughs> Great, well George look I really appreciate your time and it's a real uh, pleasure to have a proper chat with you Thanks very much Alright mate you take care.
2: All right,
0: bye. All right, bye. To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House
3: Records. <laughs> FM.
0: Radio Reverb. Welcome to In House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood, and today we're talking with Michael Mao, a music producer who got out of prison very recently after serving a five-year sentence. And amongst other things, he's a very interesting music maker. Uh, We hadn't met before, and this is what he had to say. Hello. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right
2: today, man. I've just come back from probation and that. But, um, yeah, these restrictions that they put me on is just making it a bit difficult at the moment.
0: Okay, that sounds a bit stressful. So what does that involve, coming back from probation?
2: (laughs) I was trying to get them to lift off uh, because they've got a restriction on me from, from one, two, three... But, but they're saying because um, I'm deemed, um, what do you call it, high risk, I still, I still have to be monitored for the awareness of so the cancer
0: Okay, so when you say you're restricted from one to three, do you mean one in the afternoon to three in the afternoon?
2: Yeah, one in the afternoon to uh, three, so it's a bit difficult for an employer to employ me. Yeah, okay. But as for me, obviously I've come out and I'm, I'm eager to progress and move forward. You know what I'm saying? i forgetting that kind of lifestyle, Forget the Joe lifestyle, and trying to rebuild my life again. But um apparently I'm going too fast for them because they're not ready to lift it yet.
0: Tell me when did you get out? Because it was very recent, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it's very recent. Um, I got out on the second, so about three and a half weeks ago, four weeks ago.
0: Okay, wow. And then you come into all this COVID-19 lockdown business.
2: Yeah, yeah, very difficult. I mean, I mean, just before I got released and uh, because of the corona. Uh, with the lockdown, everything got shut down in the prison as well. So all the uh, the normal help that prisoners will get before they get released and that, uh, I didn't get any of that. I was given a 10-year 10, 10 sentence back in uh, 2015. And um, I was uh, remanded in the down prison. And then I got transferred to um, Swarside in Kent. I was there for about another 18 months or two years or something like that. And then a riot happened. Then got, we got shipped out to... Uh, um, Louden Grange, from there Coldenley, and, uh, and then to stand for the old DCAT. This is where I met you guys in house.
0: Okay, so you met in house at the decap prison. Yeah. Okay. So for people listening to this that don't understand the difference between the different category prisons, explain to me what a decap prison is. A uh, decap is an open prison where um, you're allowed to start rebuilding, back your life like
1: going to work, being in contact with your family and stuff like that, um, going home on rolls
2: and all of that. they just, just more, or less, more or less preparing you for a release.
0: It's interesting that you met in-house at that stage. So tell me about that. Tell me about the impact that they had on you and, and what did that mean to uh, to your experience of finishing up a five-year sentence?
2: Throughout the five years, and uh, I've, I've always been in studies, in it, I've always tried to spend the time to re-educate myself and learn new things and stuff. When I met in-house in Dunford um, Hill, I was already doing a course, I was doing net- network course, computer networking course, and I was literally now like, coming towards the end of the course and getting ready for my exams when in-house came to the prison and that. As I finished the exam, the COVID-19 kind of kicked in, and then when it kicked in, everything was locked down, in it. So I'm a kind of guy, I like to keep myself busy and that. I was bored. I was stressing out, you know. Uh, all I was doing was just training. And uh, I went in, I was um, open up the, uh, the studio, go in there and uh, produce some beats and stuff like that. It kind of helped me out a lot, man. You see, when I'm doing the beats and stuff like that, when I'm making beats and that, it's like, it just takes me away from from the, from the jail. you know, so it's my own little time and that. Sometimes I was so carried away with what I was doing, it's like I forget the time because obviously everything is driven by time in the, in, in the jail.
0: So this piece of music that we're listening to right now. T- tell me about that. Tell me about where you made that. Uh, why you made it. What it means to you.
2: Ah, uh, mate. Uh, that tune. Um, I mean, like I said to you back in the days, I used to DJ and I tried a little bit of production and stuff like that. So I've always been into like dance music and stuff like that because I used to go clubbing you know, a lot. And. Um, during the COVID nineteen and that, I had a lot of time to myself and that, and I was listening to, to um, all the old school stuff and that, and yeah, I decided to go out there, try something and like that, and I liked the feel of it, Yeah, But it was kind of organic; it wasn't planned or nothing. It was kind of organic.
0: So, did you make this tune whilst you were in your cat D prison? Yes,
2: yes, yes. During yes. during the during the, um, during the lockdown.
0: Okay, amazing. Explain to me just how important. Creativity or creating like that is to your mental health when you're incarcerated in a space like that.
2: Oh, oh it's crazy, man. I mean, I mean, creativity. I mean, like it helps me a lot. You understand know what I'm saying? Because I was sitting, I was, I was sitting in my cell and literally all day, all day, every night, nothing to do, bored. You know what so I'm saying? Um, like old ideas and stuff like that. It allows me to get all the ideas and put it on put it onto something you understand what I'm saying because I had a lot going through my mind I was going through um, problems outside and that and um yeah it kind of helped me deal with with the little stresses and stuff that I was going through and just helped me bring up my emotions and that
0: what do you feel went wrong for you that you ended up looking at first 10 years and then that being reduced to five
2: I mean, you know, you know, you know what? Um, obviously, when I, I, I was I was doing what? I was, I was doing music, so I, I was on the right track and everything and that. But because through um, certain life circumstances and like that, I ended up making bad and wrong decisions on that. So obviously, for that, I ended up in jail. And uh, and through through my jail sentence, all I've been trying to do was uh, re- rebuild myself and find out what I'm capable of. For me, when I went to prison. I told myself that, you know what, I'm going to do things I and mean, then come out different and do something more positive and productive and that, with my life. And that my, my life wasn't going in the right place before I went in. So I've gone in prison. I've done a lot of uh, courses. I'm going to go there, retrain myself, and, and reinvent myself. And I feel that I've done that. And along the way, I've met you guys as well, the in house records and that as well. And you guys have helped me realize my skills and stuff like that, and you know, my potential and all of that. So, yeah. I've really learned
0: a lot, and uh, I think I think it's changed me for the best. I, I guess one of the the reasons why I ask you that question is because on the outside you end up having these conversations with people, and I don't think they're necessarily being nasty, but they just don't get it. You know, they they kind of take this opinion that well. If people are in prison, they shouldn't be receiving music workshops. They shouldn't be having a, um, a fun time expressing themselves. What, what, what do you think about a view like that?
2: No, I think that's a bit ignorant. I mean, you know you know what? That's what I'm saying. It? When you enjoy, you go through a lot of emotions. Sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad, sometimes you're angry and all of that. And music is very therapeutic. And when it's artistic as well, it just helps prisoners realise their skills. It's very, very therapeutic.
0: So compared to like the those recognised uh, hard skills, you know, like literacy or maths... Um, what do you think that music, specifically in a group like In-House, are giving people as far as skills to, to move on with their lives?
2: I don't really want to knock it under with, with, with the stuff they're teaching over there, but most of the stuff that they're teaching under can't really help you when you're outside in the real world. that But music just helped me rebuild myself and actually realise my potential. You know, I'm it's, it's not just doing it to me, it's doing it for everyone. It's a powerful thing. No matter who you are, where you come from, you
0: understand what I'm saying? When you play music, music brings people together. There's a lot of talent in jail. There's a lot of talented people in there that can do with a lot of help. It, and it's not that, at least it wasn't that obvious to me before I went in there, that UK prisons would be full of talented people, right? You know, that was a that was a surprise to me. And I, I, I don't know why that is, um, other than I suppose probably a really lazy prejudice of... Um, you know, if you've ended up in prison, then you're somehow lacking yeah. talent. But that isn't true, right?
2: No, it's, it's sure not. It's sure not, man. There's a lot of talented people out there, man. Like, like you said, I understand what, what you mean, man, because this this thing where everyone thinks, oh, because you end up in jail. Uh, you're no good. You know this. You you you're not amount to nothing, or whatever. You're not you're not clever enough, or whatever it is. But that's that's mistaken, because you know what? Like I, like I keep on stressing, there's a lot a lot of talented people in jail. The,
0: the other thing that I find startling about prison and and how it's so different from the outside world is one is this sense of time, which people never have enough of, right, on the outside. Everybody seems to be rushed all the time, right? And, and obviously, it's um, not always a positive that you've got loads of time when you're in prison. I'm sure, you know, it drives you mad, but... No,
2: it drives It does, it does, it does. The,
0: um, the other thing that I'm fascinated by is that lack of technology, right? That lack of... Um, and by that, I'm, I guess I'm talking about smartphones, but that lack yeah. of, like, in-your-pocket distraction, And so you have that time, but also you don't have the rabbit holes necessarily that you can disappear down mentally. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, do you know what, yeah? It's not, obviously, it's not nice not having all the gadgets and stuff like that, yeah? But you know what? In a way, for me, I don't know about anyone else on that, yeah? For me, I found found that it gave me time to actually, um, what do you call it, learn more about myself and, and um, what, what do you call it? Realise my skills and stuff like that. Because, you know, before I was spending so much time on technology and this and that, I didn't, I didn't, I've put it into it. I've learned more about myself and stuff like that, you know? Mm. Without the technology and that, yeah.
0: But since you've just said that, what's your relationship with that type of thing like on the outside? Do you do social media and all of that?
2: Yeah, I do social media. I do Insta, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Okay, so you're so stuff. you're
0: a junkie like the rest of us, with it. <laughs> yes,
2: I am. Yes. Yeah, so, it's, I, like I said, when I went before, obviously I was doing all of that, and uh, obviously when I went to jail and that, it was kind of like a little break, it was like some little break away from technology, you know.
0: And and that break was obviously positive.
2: Yeah, of course it was, man. Because it took um, uh, it gave me the opportunity to sit down and concentrate and study and all of that. Yeah, because I don't know without that I wouldn't have been able to do that.
0: You're you're describing something that's happened in your life in in quite a positive way, right? And and I'm wondering, you know, how you feel about that. I mean, there's a lot of talk on the outside about. Uh, what is prison for? You know, should it be uh, for punishment or should it be for rehabilitation? And there seems to be a kind of confusion even about the, the difference between the two of them. Do you, I'm I'm wondering, do you feel like you've been rehabilitated in any sense of that word? Or, or do you just feel like it was a punishment in that those five years were taken away from you? Well,
2: I mean, obviously for my crime, except accept my crime. You know, I've done my time and that. But during my time, I had to do my time how I wanted to do it, which which was was re reeducating myself and preparing myself for the outside life. You know, so, in a way, yeah, I, I I went to prison and achieved something, and I feel that what what that I achieved from jail and all the courses that I've done, I think has made me as a stronger person. And uh, I think I think yeah, I do feel like I'm rehabilitated. Yeah.
0: In-house has obviously been shut down for the whole um, pandemic lockdown And there's been no activities in prison, has there? There's been no external providers yeah, That's all. So I mean it must be Quite crazy Because if you are Incarcerated People listening to this Might not understand That you won't get Any visitors Right So not only Are you not getting Any activities Nobody's coming in um, To give you visits I'm sure that that is Very tough On anybody Trying to Maintain personal relationships with um, partners family, and with family. Yeah.
2: Like that, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's, like, it's been
2: pretty tough man, because obviously like, there was a lot of stuff going up, going on uh, outside, outside the prison, and then plus, together with the prison, prison stress as well. Yeah, there's a lot going on
0: still. So, did you have people on the outside that you were worried about? I'm sure you did. Yeah,
2: I had family as well. I had um, one of my friends pass away through the COVID nineteen, and I wasn't able to attend the funeral and and all of that. So yeah, I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life.
0: Oh man, I'm I'm yeah. so sorry. That's terrible. Is that someone you, yeah. you were you were super close with?
2: Yeah, very very. We grew up together. Wow how yeah. how old were they? Um, I've known him since I
1: was twelve, <laughs> so it's been a long time. <laughs> so we went in primary school together
0: and that. Yeah. So you you were about the same age, were you?
2: Yeah, we're exactly the same
0: age, yeah. Right, and how old are you, Michael? I'm
2: 41.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, that, that's terrifying, isn't it? I'm 42 yeah. myself, so, you know, we're roughly the same age as well. It's a crazy, crazy thing, isn't it, the last few months? It's like, I mean, I mean, it must be doubly more bizarre for you, having switched uh, halfway through it, you know, back out into, the, into yeah. another world.
2: Um, during normal times, most of the time before you get released from DECA prisons and stuff like that, you get support. You know, like yeah. um, to prepare you for for the outside life and that. But because of the COVID nineteen and everything being shut down, there wasn't none of that. You know. So, and obviously, I've, I've been released now, and then I'm trying to put everything together. But because of the real restrictions and that, it just they're just making it more difficult.
0: For someone that has. Um, had such a real experience of it and got out so recently as well. Have you got any thoughts or, or even advice for guys that might be listening to this of, of how to get through a sentence like you've done?
2: Ah, you know what, it's a hard one to say, Mark, because you know what, everyone is on everyone's on a different journey. I mean, the key thing is, I would say, you know what, stay stay focused and stay strong. That's all I've got to say. I mean, obviously, everyone's on a different journey, and I can't, I can't talk for everyone in it. But you know what? It's goes to everyone. Stay strong and stay focused.
0: Yeah, man. All right. Well, look, Michael, thank you so much for your time. Mm. All right. All right. Once all of this um, this craziness is done, I hope to meet you in a uh, a social space sometime soon and see you uh, working yeah, definitely,
2: within Huntsville. It'll be good to see you.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. We will meet in the future. No, no two ways
2: about it. Uh, no problem it.
0: All right, mate. All
2: right, then we'll... Take
0: all care. Right, cheers, bye. bye. To find out more about the world's only prison run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word inhouserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts board sister. Radio Refo. Welcome to In-House, the podcast about creativity and confinement. My name's Will Hood and this week we are talking with the artist Jono. Hello. Jono. Hello. How you doing? A 24 year old that left HMP Isis on July 2nd 2020 after serving a year and a half. Why don't you uh, tell me about this track that we're listening to right now? Uh, where did it come from? What inspired you to make this little beauty?
4: Yeah, I just wrote the track and then, uh, in the studio and then yeah, it just came out like that. You know like when like girls wanna be around you when you have when you have something kinda we have nothing. they they're not there to be seen. I give her this. No, she won't
0: so walk me through the process then for you of making a tune. Is it different every time, or or if there's similarities? Are you are you a person that writes down lyrics, or or is it more of a spontaneous thing in the moment? Um, I, I write a lot
4: of lyrics. Like I write a lot of lyrics. Like when I have time, I no myself I Always write lyrics. Always. Basically, telling yourself a story you already know, but when you're right when you're by yourself writing lyrics, you're basically telling a story, reflecting on yourself. You know what I mean? So, well, so I might have like a one-two day off, but I'm back on it. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: okay, so you're writing every day? Is that what you're saying?
4: Yeah, but more, like not every day, but near enough every day. Every time when I make music, I story tell. I don't just write music; I just story tell. I want people to hear my story if they're going through certain things they can be uplifted by my music you know what I mean so, yeah, and I just want people to relate to my
2: music
0: Let's set a little bit of context then where and when did you meet the in-house lot what was going on with you when you got involved with the label?
4: Oh uh, basically I, I met Grace when I was in jail in Elmley. Um I was there for like seven months and then I got to shipped to another jail in London. And and how
0: long was that?
4: Um a year and a half. One of the guys that I know, um, like when we was in prison together, he was like, Oh yeah, there's an in house course, like they looking for people. So I asked him, like, so what is what's in house? is was like, Oh yeah, it's the music course. I was like, Okay, yeah, I wanna get into it.
0: Having something like that in your life whilst you're serving a sentence, um, explain to me and, and also anybody listening to this, what difference yeah. that makes to your brain whilst you're in confinement like that.
4: Well, to be honest, um, when I first went to jail, I was like, I'm, I'm actually here. Like, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You have, you, have to, like, you have to face it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have to face face it, like I have to become a man like, and grow up and face the fact that, yeah, I'm in, I'm in jail now, so all I need to do is just be good in there and then, get, and then get out, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I wanted to do, just do myself as I get out. Like when you do music, it makes you happy, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing that you want to do yourself. And that's what happened to me as well, because I, I wanted to do music for so long. I was like, you know what, this is the opportunity to get to get experience.
0: Had you been doing uh, writing music before?
4: Yeah, I was writing music before when when I was 18, but I didn't really take it seriously. You know what I'm saying? I thought like obviously I was just doing it for fun, doing it for hobby and stuff like that. To the point where like when everybody was talking to me about like like John, you actually good that music, like why do you do music for a career? I was like yeah, but at the time I I, I thought I wasn't good enough. But obviously, like, I just kept going, kept going, and then obviously I was like, you know what, I might as well just take it serious. When, when it was time to um, take it serious, I went to prison. And I was like, you know what, uh, yeah, I need to take it more serious when I come up. So now I came out now I'm taking it more serious now, more, and I want to make it as a career, you know what I'm saying?
0: How old are you now, John?
4: Yeah, I'm 24 now. I just started 24 um at the end of September. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs>
0: So, um, what kind of conversation uh, would the twenty-four-year-old Jono have with the eighteen-year-old Jono?
4: Um, the eighteen-year-old Jono was like more like, I wouldn't say big-headed, but a bit, a bit cocky. But I just tell him, like, listen, just keep going, like, just keep, just keep going with the music. Don't let any distraction get to you, because once the distraction get to you, like, you'll be all over the place. So you just want to be on one straight line and just keep going. Like you can see the light, but just keep working, to, working towards it, working towards it. And once you get there, everything will be, become easier. Life will become easier, and stuff like that. That's what I would tell myself. And don't let any, any distraction get to you. You know what I'm saying?
0: Okay. I mean, it's tough, isn't it? When you're when you're 18. I mean, it's tough all the time. But to not be distracted, to not have the world drive you slightly crazy.
4: Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's hard not to, it's, it's hard not to get distracted. Because in life, don't matter what age you are. Like in life, like if you get distracted, then and you're easily distracted, then you become all over the place, and you don't really want want that. You know what I'm saying? So you just want to keep a right path, a right positive mind mindset, and then just keep it going. So,
0: what do you think uh, are useful things to learn that will help you stay focused? You know, on your goals and the things that you want to do.
4: Um, it's it's, a, it's just about um planning in life you have to plan you know what I'm saying but at the same time you have to keep yourself humble as well so and wait patient that, that's what I'm saying like you see since I went to show it taught me how to be patient even more you know what I'm saying because I have to wait my time to get out and stuff like that so I, I, so automatically I'm patient now you know what I'm saying I'm more patient than ever before
0: That that's interesting so would you go as far to say that going to prison has as taught you patience.
4: Yeah. Look, going to jail taught me a lot. It taught me a, a lot because in jail you meet different characters, you know what I'm saying? So, you meet so many characters in jail, so it's like you learn more and you learn, and you learn, like, you, know, like, bro, like, you learn, like, you tell yourself, like, listen, that like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna go back to Joe. Like, that that's what that's what your mindset will change, like your mindset will tell you like this and that like, you don't wanna go back to your like just experience it and get out and then do do better in life, you know what I'm saying? And that's what i be trying try to do that, like, I try to better myself and become a better person, a better version of me.
0: And it sounds like the music has been really instructive in um in bringing about that change for you.
4: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Music, music played a huge part of my
0: life, a huge part. So, I mean, I wonder for someone that's that's been through it, you know, in the way that you're describing, like the reoffending rates are are crazy high, right? You know, it basically, yeah. the statistics suggest that if you've gone to prison, there's a fifty percent chance that you'll be back in there within the year after your release. Yeah. So, wh- why yeah. do you think that is? Why is there this revolving door of the same people going in and out of prison?
4: Because um, the reason why they go in, in and out of prison because um, they won't they won't accept change because in life if you have to accept change. Like they're some guys are blind, basically they don't see the big picture, so they just keep doing the same thing and going and going inside, going back inside, and it becomes
0: a cycle. What's that about, right? Because I mean, what? I mean, I should have perhaps explained this from the beginning. But I got involved with in-house uh, running a few sessions at HMP Lewis, and okay. and I'm a musician, and I heard about this crazy job, and you know, yeah. And before all the lockdown and all the craziness, which caused it to stop. I was in there yeah. running some music workshops, but what kept me going okay. back was um, I mean obviously not everybody, but there's an insane amount of talent in prison, right, and I was yeah. constantly uh, just amazed at at what people yeah. were turning out but but what do you think that is like the guys that are serving time is it that they've got a lot to say or? What is it that is um, the connection between prisoners, in that sense, and creativity?
4: Like in this world, yeah, everybody got talent. Everybody, everybody got talent. Do you think
0: everybody? Do you think everybody's got it?
4: Well, some people have it, but they just don't know they got it. If you know what I mean? Okay. I think they have got like like a story to tell like it, for example us like you see prisoners they don't like saying certain like certain stuff towards like people that like, talk about certain things so they rather put like they rather put the strep, the, the like the, the pain and the stress into the music and and yeah like, that's what ma- makes them obviously that like, they're thinking well right, like talk, talking normally won't get nothing out of it like if they put in like let's say for example like recording songs and put the pain and stress, they got a story to tell, they got they need they want to be heard, if you know what I mean.
0: You sound like uh you actually got something out of the time that prison allowed you to reflect on what was going on.
4: Yeah, of course, of course, yeah, like um like obviously prison. Like, you see, prison. Like, if you use your time wisely in there, then you get a lot of things out of it. You learn new things, learn more stuff about yourself that you haven't learned before. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't like when I first went to jail. I, I thought I w- wasn't gonna handle it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until time went by, and I was like, you know what? Like, I can actually handle this and get through this, and I just did. I just got through it without no problems, nothing. Just went through it, and yeah, like just. I was just doing me, basically, you know what I'm saying. Like, but yeah, like, why was it? Why was it in there? Like, it helped me to reflect and think more. Cause, in when, when once you're in prison, you do do a lot of thinking to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you plan stuff in your head or write it down on paper, whatever you want to do. Like, you reflect on yourself as well. Like, like I should have done this better, but it is what it is. Now like I'm facing my time now. Like, when I get out, it's gonna it's gonna be fresh up, same me, but news spot you know what I'm saying so yeah that's how that's how I was thinking in, in, when
1: I
0: was in jail I mean there's a lot of talk on the outside um yeah from people about whether prisons should be about punishment or rehabilitation um yeah I, I mean I wonder if um if you feel that the process that you've been through do, do you feel that you've gone through a process of rehabilitation
4: yeah like rehabilitation is, is key like should it, like prison should have been a punishment. like obviously like yeah like they're going there to do the crime and stuff like because they've done crime and stuff like that but everybody can change you know what I mean like everybody can be like like think like oh wait hold on like I've done a mistake it's time for me to change like everybody is capable of doing that everybody's capable of change you know what I'm saying but should it be um, a punishment at all.
0: Do you remember a um a time in your life when you were a kid, uh, or when you were younger, yes. when music first uh, made an impact on you?
4: Well, I remember when I was young, like when I was like young, I think I was like eight. Yeah, like, my cousin put, like, put on Fifty Cent tune, and like from there I just loved music.
0: So what was it about that tune that uh, that captured your attention?
4: The lyrics, the, um, the beat as well, and the storytelling. Because the storytelling in, 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 the, in that tune like, really inspired me, but like, made me want to listen more.
0: Okay, so an- anybody else from that time? The uh, uh, artists that were a big influence on you?
4: Um, um, that Jay-Z... Um with Rascal gigs um, there's so many there's so many like so many music
0: is the one well look thank you yeah. uh, so much for taking the time to talk to me
4: yeah, yeah thank, thank you you too thank you, I appreciate it as well
0: okay cool right. well look good luck with everything and um, thank you very much you Yeah. Too. I hope to meet you face to face sometime in the future
4: yeah, real soon, real soon, don't worry. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see my face,
0: Sorry. <laughs> all right. All right, Johnna. take care. Uh, you too.
4: Thanks, Bye. Uh, bye-bye. bye uh,
0: bye To find out more about the world's only prison-run record label, go to inhouserecords.org. That's all one word, in-houserecords.org. And if you'd like to hear more of these interviews, please hit subscribe if you can on whatever platform you use for podcasts. The In-House Podcast is an APA production for In-House Records. So that about wraps it up for In-House Records contribution to the Radio Reverb roster this month. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Juki G, Michael Mao and Jono. I'm going to play you out now with a couple of tunes the first one is from the in-house artist sugar boy d with a track called bad b followed up by a proper anthem from keith shellamont aka dave rapley and that's a track called true story you can find all these tracks on spotify on the in-house records label uh, playlist so go and have a look for that and uh enjoy yourselves Stay safe and I'll be back again next month with some more music and interviews from the podcast about creativity and confinement. Bye for now.
3: needed, every girl in Kent really knows my face You cannot Steve, how I move reckless, but had your girl for breakfast I like baddies, in groupies, like them juicy like Lucy Black Love it when I hit the spot from the back, oh baby, make it shake, make it clap. I like white girls, I like black girls, Say so it's 50-50 like Kingsmill Got this brown-skinned girl called Goldie, locks my hair, called her Goldie locks Put icy and ic free. bust down when I pull up in the AMG Like why do they hate on me, you need work, i got vacancies I'll consign the pack I'm trying to run I might end up back in the fridge I done my time So it's time to shine Jump in the whip Clutch, drive Shifting gears Pull it in glide I told Mumsy I want a gypsy girl Watch how she cleans my scales Mumsy's pissed Son got bagged One May trip in a circle van Cold on the road with Blake But money come fast like 118 Been a while Since I put fire on the track Oh well I'm back now Your bro that your girl I'm trying to hit that as well Spin her back Bring a friend, double tap, forgot a name, is it Megan? But he's like Beckham, eight figure figure, take a picture and put sugar by D as a caption. Black boy from Kent, you heard what I said. You love how we step, correct. Message to my ex, you been never really mine. So take a step to the side and let my Achilles bust up inside. I've been on my grind. Don't waste my time We don't need to rewind But the DJ wanna pull it back on time I told Mumsy I want a gypsy girl But I ain't gonna say it this time I told Mumsy I want a gypsy girl But I ain't gonna say it this time If you're a baddie And you got a back like sandy, Shake it, makes me happy And it looks better in bum bum Leggings, she fit Of course I am Baby, give me brave She don't even know my name See the money in the safe Now she wanna run, run away All the days to the bye We taking flights to a If I pull up with my dogs, we ain't coming into play Bad B, give me praise, she don't even know my name See the money in the safe, now she wanna run away Holidays to the back, we take flights flight to LA If I pull up with my dogs, we ain't coming into play Got the bad, we pulled up, I ain't trying to show my face I ain't trying to show my face
1: No reverb.
5: Keep on rolling. Time to make peace with my eyes wide open. Though it gets deep, I won't be broken. I am not weak, I'm a powerful Trojan. These times are hard, but can't stop me hoping. Don't be daft, I'm charging to the open. With the hard graft, I need to be stoking. The fire in my soul, them embers are smoking. Remember, I'm chosen. Them dozing I got them frozen, cold flows are spoken. Now you've awoken the beast and you're choking. You should have thought twice before you went poking. Oh. Uh was a fool, I knew I had to turn it round it's not about running round trying to earn a pound, it's about sussing out life staying out the ground life's not a game so it's time to stop playing time to put words into actions and stop saying, I tried, Realize lies are what's betraying, the intentions of a free soul, I'm praying that my failings and my errors won't define me all I'm saying is I'm better now, I wanna find me, it's all behind me, the storms and the drama, done with the negative energy and palaver, don't make it harder when life can be easy it's your saga, be heroic, please, not needy please. Dig deeply beneath thee, level where we're laying now. You see the devil there, and you I will slay him down. You, now. But then I look in your eyes, and I watch it all crash over again. Who can't okay, crush it down? Who can't okay, crush it down? Oh, take a look at the tears that I shed, and now I know. No more tears. i No more tears. Yo, life is on you. And it's all about the energy, divine and blissful, it's almost heavenly, live by the truth and move to your destiny, don't be ruled by the moves of your enemies, they're not the people that they pretend to
2: be, it's not meant to be so hard and it's getting me down to the point where it's testing me mentally.